Free Kicks is up next. But first, take a listen to this other fine Opie show. This is Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. On this week's Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. Pigeons pooping on politicians. Science about sperm extraction. Just one bad century, we honor the people we've lost. My brush with Walter Payton. And our celebrity interview with the Mind the Gap lady, Emma Clark. All that in unlimited tangents on this week's Minutia Men. <laughs> Tony Lasano podcast, an Opie production on the Radio Misfits podcast network. Radio Misfits.com. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast, an Opie show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Free Kicks. And now, Free Kicks. Free Kicks. With Illinois Youth Soccer Association's Director of Coaching, Adam Howarth and Rick Kemper. Here we are, another episode of Free Kicks. This is a very experimental version. <laughs> we are now, for the first time, actually, this is the second time. We are in the same room. Yes. Uh, we did this once before at the uh, co- College of Coaches Convention yep, or whatever right. that was. Um, but uh, this is going to be the new way we do it because we are sick of dealing with technical issues. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so we're just going to do it. And his office is five minutes away from here. So what the heck? Exactly. This works out great. All right. So um, we uh, dedicate this entire show to the Premier League. Um, so let's uh, let's talk about uh, what's happening on the pitch. Premier League football. What's happening on the pitch? So uh, you and I saw each other this weekend, and while we were the, uh, at this event at Green White Soccer Club, yes. uh, Soctoberfest, absolutely, uh, word uh, was uh, filtering in that Man City had lost to Norwich, which is a gigantic upset. Unbelievable! Yeah, it was unbelievable. It's funny because I watched the first half and. Was pretty shocked by the scoreline there at two one. Then I was went to my son's game, came back, and then we we checked in with each other yeah. there at the at the Oktoberfest, and you told me they it was three two. And I'm like, wow, this was amazing result. Amazing. Yeah. I went back and watched. I got that taped it. Yeah. I went back and watched the last uh, five minutes of the sh- of the game. Unbelievable drama. Yeah. It was just heart pounding right and you could just see the 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 crowd the norwich fans and the each player had left it all on the field and man city was hammering them shot after shot after shot and they held on it was like david slays goliath wasn't it (laughs) exactly right exactly i mean it was a fantastic result for a norwich team that just got promoted yeah with a you know a fairly new manager and with realistically, you couldn't name any player on that team other than no. other than Pookie, <laughs> right? Exactly because of his name. Yeah. So I mean, realistically, I mean, they I think they even had eleven players out injured. They were going into the game as wow. complete, like you said, t- completely underdogs, and they got the result. It was really amazing. Yeah, you know, there's a, there's an app uh, at NBC. You, mean, you pick the scores. Yep. I picked uh, Man City 7 to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I tell you what, it wasn't... And I, I think everybody did. I mean, if anybody could have picked that scoreline, you would have been... You should have gone to Vegas right afterwards because it's... Nobody saw that coming no. whatsoever. And, uh, and Man City is a two-time defending champion. Yeah. They... Uh, had over a hundred points two years ago. Last year, they beat a team that only lost once all year, and they still beat them and won the championship. Right. I mean, this is a team that is 
a powerhouse, maybe maybe the best team in the world. Yeah, yeah. They've got the players, and, and like you said, it was just an absolute shock. And with this Norwich team, after watching it, they've now got little segments. There's memes going around about how Norwich looks like Brazil because they played really well. They did. And, and it wasn't like it was... Hey, we got lucky and broke them down three times. I mean, they're playing out of the back. They're yep. passing around them. They looked really good. So that that yellow colors, they kind of <laughs> compare themselves to Brazil now. So Norwich is the new Brazil. I love it. I, I love the uniforms too, the yellow and green. Yeah. yeah those are those are awesome. Well, uh, so another uh, there was another upset. I don't know if it's an upset anymore, but last week we were talking about Arsenal yeah, and how strong they are. And that front three of theirs is just amazing. But apparently, that's only at home for some reason. <laughs> it, it makes no sense to me. But they they tied against Watford, yeah, and they were lucky to tie yeah. against Watford. Talk talk about the you know the classic uh, note of a game of two halves. My goodness, you know the first half two nothing. Yep. Seemingly Arsenal were cruising. Aubameyang smack smack two in, no problems. Right. And then I, I really do think it was a different team he took out there because I don't know what he did because <laughs> at the second half, they were absolutely shocking. And Watford were very deserving of those two goals. And I actually picked that score 2-2, two, two, so I was pretty happy did about you really? that. Yeah, wow. I did, yeah. Well, you know, Ozil uh, played that game in yep. the first half. Yep. And he looked pretty good. I mean, yep. he really does give them something extra in terms of uh, delivering the ball to those front three. I mean, they need someone to get sure. the ball to them. Yeah, yeah. And when they took him out, they didn't get the, they didn't touch the ball anymore. Yeah. And Lee Dixon, the announcer for uh, uh, NBC, yeah. former Arsenal yeah, player, that's right. was out of his mind. Yeah. He was just ripping the <laughs> Arsenal team. Ripping them. Right, yeah. And well, it's pulling at his heartstrings. So I mean, that's yeah. his team. He's played for them and... You know, the stuff they're pulling at the... I mean, the, the first goal they can see when they're playing... This playing out of the back stuff is oh my is God. killing teams. I, I mean, know. it looks great when you get out, but my goodness, the amount of goals that are being scored because of their lackadaisical efforts. I mean, right. that, that first one, I mean, it looked like something you'd see at a U10 match. That's right. It, it really did. I mean, they're playing short and then he basically passed it in the penalty box to nobody and then it deflected off a, uh, off a Watford play and he, he slammed it in. So, yeah, so... They're getting a little casual in their own box. Yeah. You should still... There should be like an electric field there <laughs> when you've got the ball in your own box. Get it out of there. Yeah, yeah, really. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, it, I'm all for playing out of the back and playing yeah. through the lines, but at sometimes, especially when you're up... You know, there's no need to mess around with it. Yes, you know, exactly. And it's that, and it's that crazy lead, that two nothing lead again. You always yeah. have to get worried about. Now, does Watford have a new manager already? Did they fire their manager? Yeah, so they fired the manager because obviously they were struggling like three games in. Yeah. So they ended up getting it. So, uh, so the new coach is a former coach. Okay. So he was there for a year, 2015, 16. So he was there before he. Went back, uh, I think he went to China and, and tried to make some money out that way. So he was only there for a, a couple of years. Um, so uh, Sanchez Flores is the new manager. Okay. Um, probably not exactly a well-known name in terms right. of what it is. But uh, only three, four games in, they got rid of the other manager. So it was a bit of a surprise. I mean, they, they started off poorly, uh, just like the Wolves have done. Two right. teams that we you know thought would do okay and yeah. did well last year. Uh, but... Uh, yeah, when they got rid of the manager, they decided to move in a different direction and brought the old guy back, which was interesting. Both Spaniards. 
Is it a is that a record? Three games in, uh, firing your uh, probably not in the Premier League. Probably not. I mean, yeah. it, it was pretty early. Yeah, it was pretty early. Um, I I don't think I you know it could well be you know because I don't know of too many other managers, <laughs> but that but it was partly because of what happened maybe over the summer. I think maybe they weren't happy with how things were going. Right, he was and already so, on the cause. Yes, you know, yeah, right. and so when they didn't start well. You know, they, they, then they decided yeah. to make the change. And I think it was already set that they'd probably been talking to the other guy because within 30 minutes of him fired, they named a new manager. <laughs> right, exactly. So that tells you yeah. something. <laughs> yeah, he might have even been calling them. Saying, yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, you know, I'm available if you happen to decide not to keep this guy. Well, the interesting story, supposedly what happened was that last week during the break, Unai Emery and... Uh, uh, Gracia Sanchez, who was the previous coach, he was actually, they were actually in the same area at the same time. And when they were talking, and that's when he got the text when he got fired. Wow. Could you imagine? Wow. So you're talking to the manager, and they're supposedly good friends. Yeah. Emery is with him. And so he found out. So they started the conversation as friends. <laughs> and then by the end of the conversation, he was looking for a job. I guess we're not playing each other yeah. next week. So. You need an assistant coach? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, getting fired by text, pretty classy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on, Watford. I know, I know. All right, well, let's talk about your team because uh, you're probably never going to be happier than you are this week (laughs) Um, because that was a heck of a game. Uh, Five goals, Tommy Abraham hat trick. Yes. And and these are the the young Chelsea pups, and they are looking great. You're right. I mean, very, very good performance. Um, even that first goal with Tomori scored was what a tremendous strike, the, the defender coming up. So, and I give Chelsea a lot of credit. He, he did a different formation. Yes. Moved some people around. Uh, Pulisic was actually on the bench this game. Right. But they brought in Ethan, uh, sorry, uh, Ethan Munn. Yes. <laughs> Mason, ours, yeah. yeah, Mason Mound there. So, um, But Mason was uh, a person that came in, did fantastically well, was able to support um, Tabby Abraham. But every time Tammy Abraham looks, he looks like he's going to score in the box. He looks yeah. like a clinical striker. He really How does. old is he? He is 21. Yeah. that's And he is English born and everything. He's a... Uh, he's, uh, Somebody that could play for the national yes, team. There was, there's been some rumors that uh, Nigeria is knocking on the door trying to get him. Uh-huh. So England may want to try and bring him into the next squad. And I think, and I don't know, Frank Lampard's already been doing that politic in saying that, uh, hey, you just got to keep doing what you're doing, scoring goals. You're going to get your chance, that right. type of stuff. So, yeah, he he's going to be a person I think they're going to bring into the next squad. And he he'll be he'll be good for them. I mean, and it's hard to break in as a striker. Well, especially when you got Harry Kane as the as the right. person you're going up against. Right. Um, you, know, you can't you can't sit Harry Kane. <laughs> no, exactly. But you've got he's got a you know he's got the youth on his side. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure how old uh, Harry Kane is. Probably late mid to late twenties. So he may have a little bit of time to kind of catch up. But right. It's not a bad person to be able to bring in. True. True. He probably could move ahead of, like, say, uh, Jamie Vardy or someone who's getting a little up in age. Right. Well, Jamie's done. I think he's yeah. pretty much out of the picture. Is he done now? Yeah, okay. he retired oh, after I didn't the last know that. one. Okay. Yeah, he retired from the national team. He's still playing for Leicester. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, he, so he's done. Uh, but, yeah, he. I mean, the great thing is England's got a, a lot of strikers, a lot of players who can score the goals. There's they no do. question. Uh, but Tammy might be that person that could come in and relieve things for him as well. All right, let's talk about uh, my team, uh, Liverpool, yeah. which is. Still perfect. Yeah. They uh, apparently uh, can't lose. 
<laughs> which there you are, five famous five. last yeah, word. Exactly. Never say that ever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know they're rolling along mm. now. They have, they really haven't had any big challenges yet this year. Let's right. be honest. Right. They haven't played any of the big six. Yet. Yes, there could be a good challenge for them this week. TV yeah. tip, potentially. You That's never right. know. Don't say it. Don't say it. <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah. but yeah, I, I think, um, yeah, they, they've really kind of been cruising. And to be fair, they probably haven't been playing as well. That's true. Um, You're right about uh, that. But the, but the quality's there. You know, obviously, they've had a few little off the field issues here and there so i wanted to ask to you about that so that's i heard about this for the first time this week yeah. that mane and Salah apparently had some big feud right. do you know anything about that well what happened was i think it was in the previous game before this last one mane was upset because he didn't receive a pass from Salah uh to score the goal and ah. so Salah ended up scoring the goal which was fine but then what ended up happening was then they subbed Mane right afterwards. So when he came off, it was the classic, he's all upset, sitting in there yelling and screaming in the in the dugout ah. there. But in true traditional Jurgen Klopp style, he's calmed that thing down yeah. fantastically. Made him well. hug it out. He does. He, Made exactly. him hug it out. Let's get together. Let's <laughs> have a little powwow. Let's sort it out. But he's calmed them down, and uh, that's well. You ha you have to do that. Yeah, you can't just let that fester. And that's why him and even Pep, who had the same issue with Aguero earlier in the season, right. that's why these guys are so good because it's not just about coaching. Obviously, they're very good coaches, right? But it's the management, it's the man management, and that's what they do a, such a tremendous job of. So, give him a lot of credit. You know, they both kind of made up and. Mountain out of a molehill, there but yeah, but let's let's not let's be honest. If Salah scored anyway, yeah, what's he mad about? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> you know what I mean. I agree. I think he was more upset about him getting subbed as well. Okay, so it was kind of a, a culmination of both things. Right. I didn't get the pass, and I didn't do it. And it's funny because I see this every uh, every Saturday and Sunday with my ten-year-old uh, son. He gets upset when the ball's not passed to him because he's standing on the left side, and they never seem to switch it to the left. <laughs> Poor kids. I said, "Hey, the life of a left winger. That's the way it is." So you're talking about your younger son, yes, Simon? Yes. Yes. Simon cracked me up at the uh, Soctoberfest because <laughs> he did a uh, he did the intro of the of the uh, of our podcast oh, yeah. he came up to me hello it's time for free kicks <laughs> with adam and rick <laughs> he's born <laughs> he's born for radio that kid i tell you he's got the face for radio uh, he's he's great yeah i don't think he got your joke about the face for radio <laughs> okay we're gonna have to take a quick break Free kicks. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Tony Lasano with Nude Hippo, the podcast. And this week, I have a special guest. Her name is? Amy Records Landucker. <laughs> it's not Records. <laughs> Records is not your middle name. <laughs> and we'll talk about the season finale of? Transparent on Amazon Prime. And the next edition of Nude Hippo, the podcast. I am not nude, though. We don't know. <laughs> nude Hippo, the podcast. <laughs> Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. No, I like Lasano. Coming up on the next episode of the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive, a look at some famous car flops, plus a discussion about the Bentley Continental R. I'm Mark Vernon. Join me and Luke Costable for these stories and more on the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. And we're back. All right. It's uh, time for our next segment, which is... And now, explain that foreign tradition, please. 
So there are a couple things I want to talk to you about this week. One is, okay. well, you know, I I am a uh, admirer of the English language, and I and I listen to the announcers. And one of the things that I love about this game is listening to the British announcers with their much better. Mm-hmm. Um, I th- I think they they do the game with the thesaurus in their <laughs> hand, but they they're much better use of adjectives. Yeah, yeah. And this week there was a good one. It wasn't Arlo. It was one of the other announcers, and I, I wish I had written down his name. Uh, but he was talking about playing the ball out of the back. Yes. Goalkeepers. And apparently some are really good at it, mm-hmm. and other goalies are not. And this uh, one goalkeeper that he was talking about was, I believe, Loris from uh, from Tottenham. From yeah. Tottenham, yeah. who's quite good at yeah, it. Yeah, sure. Right. Good with these In feet. fact, he's so good at it, Adam, that his foot skills are criminally underutilized (laughs) (laughs) that's great i love that (laughs) all right so the other foreign tradition i wanted to ask you about is the way they list the games so like in america usually the uh the visiting team is listed first and then the home team is listed second is it the other way around in in england yeah always the home team first away team second yeah all right and always with home teams, they always wear their home colors, okay. which is traditionally, you know, blue, whatever it is, uh, red, whatever it is. And then the other team has to change. All right. So the away team will always change their strip, their kit. Their kit. Okay, yes. We'll get to that someday. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, the reason I ask is because I, I want to win $50,000 from, <laughs> <laughs> from NBC. And they have an app where you, they have five games that you pick. Right. And if you guess all of the scores correctly, you could win $50,000. Right, I've, I've been playing this all season, and I'm absolutely sucking at it. I mean, it's way harder than, <laughs> it's, sure. than it seems. Well, I mean, Man City, Norwich, you would have picked that one. Exactly. <laughs> but what do you think about picking? Do you want to do that? And Let's help, give it a shot. Help I mean, our gambler uh, friends out there? Yeah, sure. Why not? It's okay. All We're right. not breaking any NCAA rules but or anything. No, exactly. It's fine. It's You're allowed good. to do this. <laughs> all right. So the first one is Burnley against Norwich. Ooh. What uh, what are you, what are your thoughts on that one? And now Burnley is at home. Burnley Burnley's at first. home. Tough place to play. Norwich off a big win. Maybe have a little bit of a, a downward spiral. They may still have that little hangout hangover effect. I'm I'm not big into it, but I'm gonna have to go with a a one one draw. Oh, I have two two. There you go. I have two two. All right, good. Uh, Newcastle at home against Brighton. Okay. Ooh. Not exactly two powerhouses no, here. No, I think Newcastle struggling a little bit. I mean, a bit up and down. I mean, obviously they're coming off the loss against Liverpool, but Brighton has got some. They got the new manager. They got that upswing. I'm going to go with a two-one win for Brighton. And I have two-one for Newcastle. Mm, okay, okay. very right. good. Uh, West Ham is at home against Man United. Okay. Now there, there's a there's another uh, coach that's. On the hot seat there at Man U. Yeah. And I tell you, actually, this is a game that's kind of traditionally West Ham's always done very well in. Historically, they've always found a way to beat Manchester United at home. Really? Yeah. So I'm going to go with a 1-0 West Ham win. Wow. Okay. That's that's an upset pick. Yeah. Did did you watch uh, West Ham against uh, Aston Villa yesterday? I did, and I fell asleep. I did, too. <laughs> I did, too. Yeah, we've, uh, we have a good mutual friend, Todd Schneider, who's yeah. a big Aston Villa fan. Uh, Aston Villa is boring. 
boring. That's what I wanted to say about it that. It was it was definitely the worst game of the oh, weekend. It was horrible. Yeah. But and West Ham even was down a man. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think I heard somebody say, "What was the best part of the game?" I said, "Well, half time <laughs> injury time actually injury time was okay four minutes of helter skelter and then that was it all right what about the game of the week chelsea uh, at home against liverpool well this is the wait problem. did you give me a, you, two to one did you say uh, on the west ham man you yes two to no one. i said one nil west one ham. nil one, one nil, nil west okay ham, yeah and so we got now Chelsea, Chelsea, Liverpool. Yes, Chelsea at home against Liverpool. Well, I mean, this is the problem. I have this because I always think with my heart, not my head sometimes. Yes. Theoretically, Liverpool should win. All the gamblers say you should do that. All the gamblers say bet with your heart. <laughs> no, no, they don't. <laughs> oh, really? No, no, they I don't. I heard that one. <laughs> well, of course, I'm going to go with the fantastic upset. Two to one, Chelsea win. Okay, I've got 3-0 Liverpool. Wow, Wow, man. Yeah. I don't think it'll be that bad, but I think a 2-1 win might do it. Okay, and then the last one is Arsenal. Now Arsenal's at home. Okay. Against Aston Villa. Yeah, that's easy. That's an easy Arsenal win. Aston Villa after this past weekend. 2-0 Arsenal. Okay, good. I also have 2-0 Arsenal. So those are those are some good some right. good pick. Now the the other thing we like to do every week is uh, a, a quiz. Yeah. Now um, we've done quizzes about all the teams, yeah. and, and now we're doing quizzes about the players. Right. And Adam's usually in a in a different location, so I can <laughs> can't see what he's doing while I'm doing the quiz. But now I can see if he's cheating because yes. he's in the same room as me. All right. Yeah. So we're gonna play name that player. And I'm going to give you clues, and you can play along at home if you can uh, guess the player before Adam does. All right. All right, here we go. Uh, this, and I'm only doing superstars. We're not yeah, doing, sure. We're not doing, you know, yeah. Harry Pinky. Winks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no offense to Harry Winks. <laughs> That's fair enough. All right, here we go. He's 28 years old. He was born in Lyon, France. He played his youth football in Lyon. Uh, is this Martial? It is not. Wow. His only other professional team that he's ever played on is Lyon. Wow. He's part of a three-man striking squad in the Premier League. Well, you've got the three-man striking squad of, of uh, Liverpool. So, But I'm thinking of... Sal- there couldn't be Salah. No. no. He scored in Arsene Wenger's last game versus Burnley. Wow. You got me on this one. He wears number nine. Where's number nine? Yes. He's a gunner. He's a gunner. So it's got to be uh, Aubameyang. Nope. He's number 14. Oh. Who's the other? Lacazette. There it is. Wow. That was a tough one. <laughs> that was a hard one. Yeah. That, that was, was, yeah. Whew. 
Yeah, because I was thinking of when he, when you said the three man, I'm like I'm thinking of Liverpool. Oh, right. Time. So that was the. Funny. I did I'm that like, on purpose <laughs> to throw you off. <laughs> See, you okay. did it. You did it. <laughs> all right. So that was a tough one. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next week, uh, tune in again, and we'll see if you can. Uh, yeah. Beat. Uh, by the way, his first name's Alexandra. Mm-hmm. Alexandra Lacazette. Yes. Uh, it's time for what's happening around here. And now the latest Chicago area soccer news. Soccer news, soccer news. with Coach Adam. Coach Adam. That sounds very dramatic. It does. It does. Very and, dramatic. And is there any news? There's really not much going <laughs> okay. on. It's actually quite nice. Um, to be fair, um, we kind of finished our last set of courses this past weekend, which was great. So really just kind of enjoying a little bit of downtime, watching as much Premier League as possible, following the kids, my kids' high school and, and youth soccer. Um Making sure my my daughter's in good shape in uh, in uh, in college, so she already came home this past weekend. That was that was fine. That was good. So do you miss her? I do actually. Yeah, yeah it's tough. Yeah. it's tough. Um, so uh, I do. T- I'm texting her more than I ever did. So yeah. it's just kind of funny how that works. But uh, and I think she misses us too. But that's that's all. And she's at Loyola, it. right? She's at Loyola. Yeah. yeah. How does she like it? She likes it. She all likes right. it. I think she's still getting getting into the swing of everything in terms yeah. of the classes, but. Um, I think she'll be fine. So it's a great campus, beautiful place to be. Right. So not not a problem there. Right so, along the lake. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Literally, she just walks out of her dorm, thousand yards down to the left. She's <laughs> on the lake. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. She's nice. uh, she's actually sent me a couple of pictures. This is my view this morning. I'm like, really? That's yeah. Cool. That's great. That is not your view. No. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But you're paying for that view. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. That's true. We're paying for it, no question. But yeah, so. But really, the, the next couple of things coming up, we're, we're actually working with U.S. Soccer, trying to get some things set up, trying to finalize some things with uh, October 5th and 6th. Uh, that weekend's going to kind of be a big one. The U.S. Women's National Team are going to be at Soldier Field on Sunday the 6th of oh, October. Great. And uh, that's kind of their farewell tour that they're doing. And so we're trying to do something with uh, U.S. Soccer, a little bit of a road show on that Saturday, October the 5th. So in the city at Harrison Park, we're trying to work with our Soccer for Success group. So there'll be some coaching education, some free stuff that we'll be kind of doing uh, on that day. So we're just still finalizing details. Great. Uh, but yeah, so that's kind of the next big thing. Um, and again, I'm kind of running around doing recreation and clinics. I'll be heading up to the beautiful town of Harvard tomorrow. Ah, yes. Yes, the home of... The Harvard of the Midwest. Yes, the, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Harvard Hornets, as they're known. Okay. Yeah, that's the, the home of the... I think they have a big balloon festival, I think. It's so. the end of the train line. Oh, that's all I know is I fell asleep one time on the train and woke up in Harvard. <laughs> <laughs> it's up there. It's yeah. up there. So so I'll be there tomorrow working with those guys. They're, they're a super bunch. Great, great group of... Uh, recreational coaches there got a really good uh, good program so they do a lot of good work and then yeah and just really kind of jumping around and visiting with a lot of our member uh, teams and, and clubs okay can we talk yet about what we're doing in november i think next week we can do the okay. big reveal all right we'll have everything we're set. just teasing right now yes just teasing some big news coming that's all massive. we can say massive all right it's uh, time for the thing that you might be tuning in for and that's this now time for adam's weekend soccer tv tip okay uh, we we got to get set set the DVR. What what can we not miss this weekend? Well, I mean, I think 
there's only one game to watch and it's going to be yeah. waking up on that Sunday and uh, it's going to be a heck of a game. So uh, you've got Liverpool versus Chelsea right. at Chelsea at the bridge. Yes. Stanford what a great bridge. place. What uh, time is that game? So the game's at 10.30, so okay. it's the slightly later one. All right. So it'll be 4.30 their time. Should be a really good game. I obviously, Yeah, obviously Liverpool is uh, unbeaten. And it'll be a, a nice scalp for Chelsea if they could knock them <laughs> off their perch. Now, and, and actually, there's no pressure on Chelsea, really. Because no. no one expects Chelsea to win that game. So they really should be able to go into that game feeling free and easy. Totally agree. I totally agree. It was interesting. So yesterday, last night, I did a webinar with our coaching educators. And uh, I always do like a little poll question at the beginning of the webinar. And I was like, who do you think is going to win the Premier League? So I had Liverpool, Man City... And Chelsea, not one person voted for Chelsea. Not even you. Uh, no, well, I did. I was, I just conducted the poll. Oh, I didn't okay. actually do it. I would have obviously voted. Yeah. But eighty-three percent was Liverpool. Really? Yes. I'm surprised by that. I was surprised too because I know Man City's had a couple of hiccups, but yeah. I think this might bring it back again. I'll be interested if we yeah. did that same poll after Chelsea beats them. We'll see <laughs> well, what happens. I, I didn't even pick Liverpool to win it, and that's my yeah, team. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> so well, and they've always done well in yeah. the league, but they haven't won the league in a long time. That's true. The Champions League got that covered. That's but they true. They haven't won the league, in and a long they time. do tend to clamp up a little bit when they get into those games at the end of the year. Do you mean choking, uh, Rick? <laughs> that, I, I chose the word clamp up. That's how we say it here in America. All right. All right. Well, special thanks today to uh, executive producer Tony Lasano with opishows.com. Opi is hippo backwards. O-P-P-I-H shows.com. We're distributed by Ed Silla with the Radio Misfits. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It's just moved to a better place, radiomisfits.com. And we'll be back again next week with another episode of Free Kicks. The proceeding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? Coming to the Radio Misfits Podcast Network that's us i'm kimmy i'm sam and i am tommy right here we're going to talk about florida men we're going to talk about paranormal stories we're going to talk about uh city stuff sex talk talk. and sex talk and yeah sex talk will come up but only if it's brought up we got to keep that on the dl so come meet your new friends with and friends on the radio misfits podcast network radiomisfits.com and opi production A lot of anchors do that. Yeah, it's a thing. Are you ready? Ah, boy. Okay, here we go. Three, two, one. Hi, I'm Howard Sudbury. And I'm Steve Baskerville. Let's do it again. What? That wasn't good. No, we messed it all up. What's wrong? What? How? It was going good, and then it went south. No, it didn't. Well, if that went south, see what happens now. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Hi, I'm Howard Sudbury. And I'm Steve Baskerville. Back to you on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. I need an agent.